0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA Front Office Show. We are continuing our series, breaking down the off seasons of the different NBA teams, plenty to talk about with this team today we're going to go up north and chat about the minnesota timberwolves who made some big moves this summer joining me as always is keith smith i'm trevor lane keith minnesota rudy gobert changed the whole trade market this summer i'm excited to dive into this team changed ruined well, one ruined, way or the other ruined is the <laughs> word ruined our fun our summer yeah. of trades yeah. decimated exactly. Yeah, the trade. thanks a lot, Minnesota. Rudy
2: Gobert trade. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we got so many at the draft, too. Yeah. Whereas like, no, they weren't all monster trades at the draft, but we got a lot. I was like, man, we are we are set. And and probably still maybe got a couple big ones coming, but but we'll see. But yeah, the wolves. Um, you know what? Hey, if you're the wolves, who cares if you ruined it for everybody else? You made yourself yeah. better. So, you know, um, it would be disingenuous to start anywhere but with the Rudy Gobert trade. So do you want to pull that up? Perfect. There it is. So Rudy Gobert acquired for Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Leandro Balmaro, Jared Vanderbilt, the draft rights to Walker Kessler, then a 2023 first round pick, a 2025 first round pick, a 2026 pick swap, completely unprotected, a 2027 first round pick, and then a, Pick that is very lightly protected. I will pull that up just so we have it here in 2029, I believe it is. And yeah, that 2029. Is that, and that is just so we're all on the same page. That's as far out as you can trade a pick right now. That pick is top five protected. So very light uh, protections on that. If, if it doesn't convey, Utah gets a uh, Minnesota second in and, 2029.
1: And so. Walker Kessler is a rookie. So effectively, when I'm looking at this and I'm trying to do the trade math here, I'm essentially looking at this as five first-round picks yep. plus a pick swap. Yep. That's. This is. This, I think this is part of why Kevin Durant hasn't been moved yet. Because <laughs> yeah.
2: This, this is <laughs> I such. <think> you're right. <laughs>
1: this is such. This is such a huge haul for uh, for any team to get for Utah to get in this deal. Now, all that being said. How much better does Rudy Gobert make the Minnesota Timberwolves? Like, is there is there a chance that it is worth all of this to Minnesota?
2: All right, so now, so I'm going to split those into two different questions because yeah. I think he makes them considerably better, at least in the regular season. Is it worth it? Uh, that I don't feel as quite as confident about because, yeah, to to your point, five first round picks. That's at least. I I don't want to be mean to Leandro Balmaro, but that's at least three productive players, uh, Beasley, Beverly, and Vanderbilt um, in that trade. So you're talking, let's call it eight things, right? Assets, whatever you want to call them, right? Positive value. Positive value, exactly. And that is for one player who is a, he's an all-star level guy, defensive player of the year level guy, Borderline all NBA level guy. It's just, he's not Kevin Durant. He's not LeBron James. He's not, you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Nikola Jokic, any one of, you know, Stephen Curry, any one of the guys. I mean, Gobert is, what, probably 20 to 25 on the list of best players in the NBA. But then you have to factor in the context. Minnesota... They don't get free agents. They, you know, we're gonna talk. They got a couple guys this offseason, but they're not, they don't land max free agents really. That's not what they are as a as a destination. Um, and I think they are finally to the point where we just made the playoffs for the first time in a while, uh, since the Jimmy Butler year. That was the first time since they traded Kevin Garnett away, um, that they'd made the playoffs. So it's twice in call it a decade and a half. And I think they're finally at the point where it's we want to be consistently a playoff team. And I do think Gobert puts them in that mix at the very least for, let's say, the next three seasons.
1: Now, we talked a lot about Carl anthony Towns and him being best at the center position. Mm-hmm. This means you're committing to him at power forward, right? I mean, that's that's what we're talking about here. If you've got Rudy Gobert, if you're paying Rudy Gobert what you're paying him, you're not going to stagger minutes with Carl anthony Towns. You've got to make sure they can play together. So that means Cat at the four What do you think about about that? Is that really the right path forward for the Wolves? Kind of zigging while most other teams are zagging. We're seeing teams play smaller. The Wolves are saying, nah, we're going to play bigger.
2: Yeah, it is tricky, right? Because offensively, I think you're perfectly fine. I, I have absolutely no worries about Carl Anthony Towns at the four offensively. He can shoot, he can score. Yeah, he's probably not going to do a lot of creating off the dribble, but he's actually a pretty good passer. Chris Finch is one of the coaches that you really want if you want to play two bigs. Um, he's he's had a lot of success, um, uh, whether it be as a kind of an offensive coordinator type role in the past or um, in this role. So I do think you're going to be fine offensively. It's defensively, but what are we really worried about? Him getting beat off the dribble? Well, now you have the game's best eraser at the rim to take care of him. where it really becomes probably an issue is if teams really go super small ball, where it's like, they're playing like a three, four at the five to close games, then what do you do? Because you probably are going to struggle to close with both Gobert and Towns. Um, But that to me is, that's an issue you worry about later down the line. And what you have the ability to do now is if we go back to that playoff series against the Grizzlies, they basically ran a layup line. Um, To the rim over and over And over again, and that's part of The issue with Towns, he's just not a good Backline defender, he's not Ever going to anchor your defense, so I think they're Looking at and saying, you know what We can still be offensively This is enough of a defensive Upgrade that we're going to be okay Um, And I I tend to agree At least in the regular season, I think they'll be fine In the playoffs, we'll see, and this is Not a Rudy Gobert gets played off the floor In the playoffs thing, because I don't believe that that's True, Um, but that is tricky. Then on the flip side, though, well, if you close with only one of them, that's two pretty good options to have to close with, right, if you're going to close with just one.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, still, you, you would have to, with the amount of money they're spending on sure. their front court, yeah. you would think that your your ideal situation isn't, hey, we can pick one of these two yeah. guys to close games. Yeah. You want both of them on the floor doing their Not thing. And Carl you know, Anthony Towns has made some comments, which makes some sense about how – on the offensive end he does the things that gobert doesn't do and that defensively gobert does the stuff that he doesn't do and there's some there is some synergy there to that it's just going to be interesting to see how all this comes together and i'm not saying that it can't i think it can i mean there was sure. there was a time when everybody was laughing hysterically at the phoenix suns moving sean Marion to power forward and amari stoudemire to center saying they are way too small this is never going to work mike d'antoni running up and down the floor it's not going to happen. And then seven seconds or less. And now the entire playing style of the NBA has changed. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to look at this and say, oh, there's just zero chance. That-
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data,
1: because I want to see how this actually works out together. I still think, even if it works, even if it hits their ceiling and they're a consistent playoff contender, I still think they gave up a lot in this trade, but maybe for the Wolves it'll be worth it. But again, they have to hit that ceiling of being a consistent playoff team year in and year out for, let's say, the entirety of Gobert's deal, which still runs, what, three, four more years.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's your, your challenges. Are you going to be good enough down the line that 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 is you know totally a fair question because yeah gobert four years left to go player option in 25 26 but he is also let's see if i can do math here on the fly he'll turn Thirty or just turned 30 so you're talking his 30 31 32 seasons definitely under contract 33 let's see you know what he looks like um, there um if we go to kind of the next big thing too is you're now committed to this for at least three years yeah. right because you are in a position where um you just gave towns a monster contract extension you know one of the it's, it's the biggest contract extension we've ever seen that's not necessarily a reflection on it is on town. Towns is very good, but it's more a reflection on where things are going cap wise. But what what we're seeing with that is you're talking this year they're seventy, let's call it seventy two million combined for the two players. Next year seventy seven million. The year after that ninety three point oh. eight million dollars for those two players combined. Just those two guys and. Never mind that, that third year, that's when Anthony Edwards contract extension will kick in too. So you're basically going to be completely capped out for Towns, Edwards, and Gobert. So that means you got to get it right with all the other pieces around the roster in the next couple of seasons, because you're going to be extremely limited on what you can do moving forward because you've you've gone all in on this bet that it's there. Now, Towns will be, of course, very tradable. He's an all-star level guy. You got to feel like, well, maybe we could still probably move Colbert if we needed to, if this doesn't work in a couple of seasons. But but you're you're locked into this Twin Towers approach, at least for the next two, probably three years.
1: Well, and let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about some of the other things that they've done this season. You add in to, to compliment Anthony Edwards on the perimeter. You add in a guy like Kyle Anderson, who's, you mm-hmm. know, he's got the nickname Slow Mo, but pretty versatile wing player. I thought that was a pretty nice signing for for this team to get a guy like that, particularly stealing them from stealing him from the rival Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Um to get him, I think that's a nice feeling. Like you you've got these guys now, right? You've got Gobert, you've got Towns, you've got Edwards. Okay, potentially you've got kind of a, a quasi big 3 here, but you've got to put the right pieces around them, and I think that adding a guy like Anderson is a nice step towards making sure that you've got some pieces in place to really support these players.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. And he's a guy who could probably start for them, or he can come off the bench. He did both with Memphis. Uh, He's done both with San Antonio at points in his career. So yeah, he can really pass the ball. Uh, He's a pretty good defender. Can really hold his own against most threes and fours. Um, You gives you a little bit of flexibility with that. Uh, So yeah, I, I think that's a really good addition for them. Uh, two-year deal, so when he comes off of that Two years, they'll have early bird rights So they'll be able to give him a nice bump If they want to, if that's where they're hoping to go So, yeah, I think Kyle Anderson Was a really solid pickup for The Wolves, um, considering where They go. Now, why I kind of Mentioned you can start him, I think they might go with Jalen McDaniels In the starter start, Or Jaden McDaniels, sorry, mm-hmm. in the Starting lineup, um, just because I think they're going to want A little bit more Certainty of a defender In that starting group Now your challenge is McDaniels after a very Promising rookie year where he shot 36% from three dropped It down to just 32% um, Last year but he was better In every other phase um, he can Block shots he can rebound he, he's Pretty athletic um, as far as Getting to the rim and those kind of things if He can get back to being A 34 35 36 percent 3 point shooter You've got some really good um, balance there, and you've got kind of well, not kind of easily the biggest front court in the league um, right. with Gobert, Towns, and McDaniel's. Um, and you'll be balanced. And if it doesn't work, then you can go to Anderson. You can go back to moving Edwards to to the three. I think the roster's more positioned for Edwards to play more at the two, which is his natural position. But you do have some roster flexibility that you can build in there.
1: All right, Let's take a look at what else they've done. They also add Bryn Forbes. I mean, which is just fine. You add some get some shooting off the bench.
2: Sure. Slow that up. Yep. Just so, so everybody How's watching that? along can see. Uh I didn't see it change, but I'm gonna guess it did. <laughs> I think it might be frozen on my screen.
1: Oh, it could but be. Okay. Um, I've got uh Bryn Forbes, Austin Rivers, um, yep. Josh.
2: So Josh Minot. Yep. Yeah. Second round pick. Let's start with
1: let's start with Bryn Forbes. Mm-hmm. What do we think about about adding him?
2: Yeah, good shooter. Um, on, on coming off their bench, um, that's kind of all he does, but. You kind of need that at times uh, with with, uh, Gobert-centric lineups. Um, D'Angelo Russell is a good player who can create some stuff off the bounce. Edwards obviously can do that. Uh, But they're both a little bit streaky shooting-wise. So Bryn Forbes gives them something that they just didn't have um, on the roster otherwise um, as kind of a designated shooter. And he's the kind of guy who you put him in there. If he's hot, you play him and you let him run around and do some stuff. And if he's not, you sit him and you go a different direction. It's not the end of the world.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then same thing with Austin Rivers. I think that's a nice depth signing for them. I think yep. that's somebody who comes in. And, and I mean, he's just a quality veteran. They can give you minutes and not not blow anything up, right? While, while he's on the floor, he's not going to completely let things fall to pieces. Or And really, that's kind of what you need. You need these kind of innings eater type players if you're going to be a consistent playoff team because you can't have the starters go out and next thing you know, things just fall to pieces. And I think Austin Rivers can be that kind of game manager for them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's only on a partially guaranteed contract. So if this is the year where he doesn't have it, you move along and you go a different direction with him. Um, I think you're also in a position where um, you have Jordan McLaughlin still, you have Jalen Noel, a couple of interesting guards coming off your bench that that have shown some stuff. McLaughlin in particular played, played pretty well at points in the playoffs. Um, he was actually in games late. Uh, over d'angelo russell at times now they were asked about d'angelo russell because he is extension eligible uh this year just like towns he's obviously not going to get anywhere near what towns got um but there is a thought of you know where are we going with this and they basically said hey we're gonna see we're gonna let this play out and see where it goes but with uh d'angelo russell i think the idea is they feel like he'll be better uh with this offense with the two bigs so definitely you know um you know, I'm open to it. I think D'Angelo Russell at times has gotten a bad rap for yeah. what he is. I think people focus too much on what he isn't as a player versus what he is as a player. I think he's a pretty good scorer. Um, I think he's better at running an offense and he gets a lot of credit for at times. Um, so I, I think I think he's okay. Yeah, he's not a great defender. But again, part of getting Rudy Gobert is you have that eraser now behind I- these guys on the perimeter. If, if, if that breaks down, you've got him back there to kind of clean everything up and then it's got nothing to do with the off season, but Anthony Edwards, he, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know that this past year was truly his full breakout season. And if it wasn't, that's kind of scary for the rest yeah, of the year Yeah. Right. Cause I, I think, yeah, he's going to be great for years and years to come. And, and that's notable because there was a point where, was kind of like, "Eh, is he really the number one pick? Like, how do we feel about this? And yeah, and and he was great. So, you know, overall, I feel pretty good about their off season, especially regular season. I think this pushes them up uh, in the West. Um, within reason. I don't put them on that Warriors uh tier necessarily with the you know the Warriors, the Suns, the Clippers and the Nuggets. That's my highest tier. But I do have them right in the mix with that next group, Memphis, Dallas, uh, New Orleans. I I do have them firmly right in that group.
1: Yeah. And I think that's that's what they're aiming for right now with and hoping to hit the next level if Anthony Edwards can take them. They'll go as far as he takes them. You know what you're getting in towns, you know what you're getting in gobert it's anthony edwards and his development that can really take you to another level and then make the wolves an extremely dangerous team in a very difficult and deep western conference and, um, and we,
2: did, we didn't talk about him but wendell moore I'm um, added in the draft. I don't know how much they're going to get out of him, especially this year. What we'll, we'll see, but he he could maybe be the answer at small forward eventually if he if he shoots enough uh, for these guys, you know, because he's got that that kind of two three size. So maybe, maybe right. that's where they go eventually down the line. But yeah, and it's, it was funny. I did have somebody ask me that they they, they were like, yeah, where are they going to go with backup center? Because at points it looked like Nas Reed, um, you know, looked like he was ready. Looked like maybe he wasn't ready. Um, My answer is: Well, you have Townsend and Gobert. You've got two centers starting, so you know my guess is Nas Reed will still play. Um, But if he's you know struggling, he'll slip out. And then one we didn't mention because it was actually at the very, very tail end buzzer beater, uh, they re-signed Torian Prince, so uh, that gives them another backup, probably more of a four. Um, I don't. I think his days of playing the three are done. Um, But another option uh, in your front court. So. You know, this is a good balanced roster, too, where you've got you've got a lot of guys who can play and you've got some some different versatility that you can play, too. So so I give them a lot of credit for that, because I think a lot of teams, uh, they don't they don't necessarily build out that versatility the way I like. And they're they're deep. You know, they've got 10, 11, 12 guys that can all legitimately play, which is really important, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is a good team on paper. They're going to be a good team on the floor people are a little bit down on them because of how much they paid for Rudy sure. Gobert and, and perhaps rightly so, but the production they get on the floor, I think they're going to be very, very dangerous this
2: season, but and that's tomorrow's problem. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> don't worry, worry about that down the line. Exactly.
1: All right, everybody, give us your thoughts on the Minnesota Timberwolves in the comment section. And don't forget to subscribe to the NBA front office, YouTube channel and follow us over on Apple podcast, Spotify, or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Till next time stay safe and see ya.